0: Welcome to Chamberlain University's MSN CourseCast. Each episode in our series will introduce and discuss key concepts from the modules in one of your courses. These episodes are intended to enhance your learning when you're on the go, so feel free to listen to them anytime and anywhere. I'm Dr. Marcia Bergfeld, currently an instructor for NR515, Informatics and Healthcare, within this program. In addition, I serve as the course leader for the final two courses of the Informatics Track within the MSN Specialty Track Program. I'm excited for this opportunity to speak with you today and would like to begin by sharing a little about myself and my journey into the world and specialty of Nursing Informatics. I am board certified in nursing informatics and I've been a nurse for 40 years working in such clinical and academic specialties as Med and Trauma Intensive Care, Obstetrics, Community Education, Hospice, Nursing Professional Development, Clinical Leadership, Curriculum Development, and Undergraduate and Graduate Education. My clinical informatics work began within the hospice environment and then spanned the remainder of my clinical positions and into the academic arena where I developed and taught nursing informatics courses. My first introduction to informatics within the hospice environment included co-development of a proprietary electronic medical record. Once it became apparent that we could no longer keep up with the requirements and enhancements needed for the EMR, our attention then turned towards the investigation and selection of a vendor electronic medical record. I served as part of the search, preparation, education and launch of the vendor product as the Director of Education. Also in this capacity, I championed the need for an electronic learning management system, led the search, purchase, training and implementation of that product. Looking back, I would have to say that this was a pivotal moment for me in my informatics future. Knowledge that I gained of the end user facing and programming aspects of an EMR was transferable to every system that I've worked with since that time. While in the role of director of post anesthesia services for a specialty hospital, I was one of three nursing leaders that oversaw the opening of a fully digital specialty hospital. This included the vendor product development, training and implementation Shifting to the academic arena, I began this trajectory as a consultant for curriculum development that led to a formal curriculum development position. This then opened the door for my teaching career in both undergraduate and graduate nursing programs, teaching a variety of nursing informatics specialty courses. I am pleased to have been asked to teach within this new track and to teach this introductory nursing informatics course. The goal of this podcast is to introduce you to several concepts covered within the first several modules from my experiential perspective. You may hear terms such as informatics and information technology somewhat used interchangeably, but let me see if I can differentiate these just a bit. To do this, let me reference the literature for a moment to define these two terms. Our trusty Merriam-Webster dictionary defines information technology as the technology involving the development, maintenance, and use of computer systems, software, and networks for the processing and distribution of data. I think that we can all cite examples of how information technology is interwoven in our personal and professional lives. You have likely had experience with information technology professionals answering help desk calls, fixing computers, and communication systems. Here at Chamberlain, our information technology professionals perform the same role. Informatics, on the other hand, is defined by the American Medical Informatics Association as an interdisciplinary field that draws from as well as contributes to computer science, decision science, information science, management science, cognitive science, and organizational theory. The nursing informatics professionals are likely to be nurses supporting nursing units, departments, education, and leadership. Do you remember your last system upgrade or implementing an EMR for the first time? Know that the nursing informatics nurses were behind the scenes at every step and likely provided hands-on, elbow-to-elbow support to the end users. The role of the Informatics Nurse Specialist, or INS, encompasses more and varies by organization, but the scenario that I described is one role that many can relate to. So there is a clear relationship here with informatics heavily dependent upon information technology support, but clearly different by definition. As we reflect further on the terms informatics and information technology, it becomes apparent that information technology has changed the way in which we deliver healthcare care today. Consider that our IV pumps have become smarter. Electronic medical record systems have eclipsed early functionality, providing clinical decision support, and interoperable systems collect, store, analyze, and allow for the sharing of data to enhance care of patients across an entire care continuum. We also see robotics as an integral part of the operating room suite and the beginning of artificial intelligence finding many uses within healthcare. Foundation to these considerations are the hardware, software, and computer networks fostering the communication amongst them. I am in a unique position, given my longevity in nursing, to have begun my clinical practice in an intensive care where we counted the number of drops per minute for a primary IV with pumps controlling the rates of only secondary medication drips. A single mainframe computer sat at the desk of the unit clerk for the purpose of entering admission, discharge, and transfer data, entering lab and radiology orders, and obtaining results from the testing ordered. All of these mostly performed by the unit clerk. My documentation, including all of those notes from a code, was done on paper and became part of a paper chart. The ICU nurse today manages IVs with smart pumps, which control all of the IVs, not just the secondary IVs, such as those used to titrate vasopressors. Bedside monitors feed data to the electronic medical record, which collects, analyzes, and stores all of the patient data. Documentation order entry and viewing of test results is done by all disciplines on handheld devices, tablets, Laptops or desktop computers. Data from the patient's chart is able to be accessed remotely by providers within a single healthcare organization and with system interoperability across regions, states, and countries. This previous discussion speaks to the use of information technology per se, but I would like to shift the focus to the data that is collected, transferred, analyzed, and stored within our information technology systems. Where I'd like to turn our attention to the concept of informatics. Modern-day healthcare has a treasure trove of data at its fingertips. With support of these robust information systems, clinicians are aided in decision making, is foundational to research and evidence, informing clinical policy and practice, and meeting regulatory reporting requirements. Perhaps you have heard or read about evidence-based practice, nurse-sensitive indicators, clinical decision support, meaningful use, and standardized terminologies and languages, all dealing with data. Back in the day, I reviewed the patient data available to me at the time, referred to policy and procedure books, followed standards of practice, and in some moments trusted my gut in making decisions for the care of my patients. Think of the nurse today with a plethora of data at their fingertips accessed in minutes, not hours. Even though we have access to more data than ever before to help make clinical decisions, it's vital that nurses not treat the data, but utilize the data as part of your assessment of the patient and the provision of safe, quality, and timely care. I've spent considerable time discussing individual patient-centered care, so let's broaden this discussion briefly to the care of populations whether this is regional, national, or even international. We have the power of IT systems to bridge that distance in the care of individuals and populations. Big data and big data analytics can improve the care coordination across the healthcare continuum and further supporting population health. How important is information technology and how has it changed healthcare? You be the judge. It has become obvious the benefits that information technology provides to us as healthcare providers and consumers, but such use does not come without responsibility and risk. Within our course, you will hear of the term informatics culture. Included within this concept are the considerations to cultivate adeptness and skill for its usage, a framework that is steeped in ethics, policy, Law, fiscal responsibility, clinician education, and of course the technical infrastructure. Adeptness and skill for information retrieval, understanding, and use, as well as the accessibility of this information, is inherent in the definition of information literacy. Certainly, as a student seeking an advanced nursing degree, you are demonstrating your proficiency with technology use, the retrieval, understanding, and use of the information in your coursework. We ask that you search credible sites, rely on primary sources, and apply the knowledge gained in your assignments in an ethical and lawful way. The same can be said for your work in your work environments, where you have a responsibility to seek clinical information from reliable, current, and evidence-based sources. This becomes particularly important when this information is used for clinical decision-making and or patient education. Again, as nurses, we have an ethical and legal responsibility to do no harm. And that includes the access, retrieval, use, and transfer of information. Technical prowess is an area that I personally believe has seen strides with the advent of computerized devices such as phones, tablets, laptops, and home computers, but calls for greater awareness and responsibility in the areas of ethical and lawful use, safety, and security. While patients are in our care, it's our duty to enhance their information literacy. Many of our EMRs produce printable patient education, and some organizations provide education systems for patient viewing and consumption. Do we do our due diligence, however, to assess the patient's ability to understand the information provided? There is strong literature support for the process of patient discharge teaching that begins upon admission, as opposed to the day of discharge, to optimize the time for reinforcement, questions, clarification, and return demonstration as needed. In the absence of systems that produce this, Where do our patients search for information, and where do we suggest they search? Are they able to perform a literature search? These are all considerations for us as nurse educators and family members to keep this in mind. I'd like to take the remainder of our time together today to speak to a specific area of nursing informatics as a specialty. Under the umbrella of clinical informatics, Nursing informatics is defined by the American Nurses Association as the nursing specialty that integrates nursing science with information and analytical sciences to identify, define, manage, and communicate data, information, knowledge, and wisdom in nursing practice. The nurse informaticist practices within a scope and standard of practice that is recognized by the American Nurses Association. I was recently asked about a theoretical framework and their applicability, especially, to nursing informatics. And I was pleased to be fairly well-versed in this area, having taught informatics for a number of years. Getting to the specialty is a theoretical framework that serves to further amplify its very definition. The theory supporting the work of the informatics nurse specialist is the data, information, knowledge, and wisdom theory otherwise known as D.I.K.W., postulated by Graves and Corcoran and adopted in 1989. In a nursing perspective, data is basically discrete observations without meaning. Information can then be further exemplified as data with meaning. Knowledge is obtained through the process where an individual discovers patterns of relationships among and between groups of data. Wisdom is obtained through the use of knowledge guiding nursing actions. Does this sound familiar to the work that you do and perhaps relative to the nursing process? I personally believe that the DIKW theory is foundational to the specialty. It would be remiss of me to not broach another related topic at this time, however, related to one of the roles of an informatics nurse specialist, and that is a project manager. In this role, Change theory becomes very important and can inform the project planning process, implementation, and evaluation. Multiple change theorists exist with Lewin, E.M. Rogers, and Lippitt, to name just a few. I hope that you can see the parallels that I've drawn for you here. With data at the heart of nursing informatics and its theory, let's revisit a statement that I made a few minutes ago where I mentioned the meaningful use of data. Meaningful Use, capital M, capital U, related to the EHR Incentive Program of the CMS, or Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, is one interpretation, which, don't get me wrong, it's huge in the world of nursing informatics in terms of EHR implementation tied to reimbursement. Many an INS spent years in quest to secure a vendor, get the product, purchase the product, Prepare your IT systems for the product, implement, and then sustain the product. The INS not only functions in a supportive role for this, but in some cases, leads that process. The other meaningful use of data that I would like to address is collected and presented by the system in meaningful ways. Clinical decision support is one presentation of the data, graphical representations of patients' vital signs and assessment items, Mandatory reporting and organizational reporting are also representations. Data collected over time that is utilized in research offers another presentation and one that supports the development of evidence-based practice. In my personal opinion, I feel that data transcends the many roles of the INS. Certainly, the plethora of data within the EMR is within the purview of responsibility for the INS and information technology. What, when, where, and how data are used vary substantially in healthcare. The INS Informatics Nurse Specialist is in a perfect position to advocate for systems and individuals to incorporate evidence into their practice to support the delivery of safe and quality care. The INS also assumes the role of fiscal responsibility it can take many forms from system selection that falls within the financial constraints or boundaries, system integration, and managing the system components most important to the financial division of the organization. Again, this is multifaceted in terms of data collection and system performance to maximize reimbursement in combination with admission discharge transfer, also known as ADT system, and billing systems clinical data may actually inform other components such as patient acuity patient acuity then informs hospital daily room rates you can see two separate yet very related uses of data where the ins can support both i hope that this podcast presented some of the concepts from the first several modules in ways that you might understand and be able to relate to Having taught nursing informatics for several years, a few concepts appear to be more difficult than others for students to grasp. For the purposes of this first podcast, it's important to build your informatics dictionary, understanding the terminology that is used and how that concept applies to the work that the INS does and equally important to the work that you do. For instance, System interoperability gains importance when you seek to retrieve data from several systems to accurately paint the picture of a patient's episode of care, which includes patient demographics, clinical information, administration information, and billing information. In this example, three systems with very different purposes provide data from a central point of retrieval. The systems may be separate, but work with each other as interoperable. That's all I really have to present this week in this podcast. I hope that you'll join and listen to the next one. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'm so excited for you in your journey. Now that you've explored some important concepts related to your modules, if you have not done so already, please turn your attention to the course materials in your online course for additional application and practice of these concepts.